Okay, we're we're recording. All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And And we we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. <laughs> oh man, let's see. What time is it? 142. <laughs> Holy smokes. It took 42 minutes. Oh gosh, technical difficulties. Listen, okay. I okay. really just have to say, I'm very proud of myself for sticking to it, man. You know, yeah, you did really good. You you, <laughs> you stayed the course, you fixed the problem. Here we are. You guys. Somehow my mouse got disconnected. I turned off the Bluetooth, my whole computer, and I'm not on a, an, a laptop, so I don't have a little <laughs> mousey thing on there. And so I could not get to the, I could get to the thing where it says Bluetooth, but I couldn't tab, I couldn't anything over. And okay. geez, Louise, 43 minutes later, we're starting yeah, to record. That's all right. Here we are. Happy Monday. Here we are. Happy Monday. <laughs> Holy so, smokes. Yeah. So we're, we're. Gosh, getting to the end of January already. Crazy. Um, And I was, you know, we always start our year by setting our goals and doing like a goal setting New Year's resolution episode. And I read, and we know this, that 80% of people, something like that, fall off their New Year's resolutions within six weeks, many by like the first of February, right? Yeah. So we knew we wanted to come back before it happened, if at all possible, if we've caught you before you've <laughs> fallen completely off. Um, Heard you guys in. Reel <laughs> right. in. Yeah. Reel them back in. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So just maybe take a few seconds to think about like, okay, what were my goals and what, how am I doing? Right. Yeah. How am I doing? And you and I talked about, so we had said we would come back on and talk about, share our goals because it's fun to come back and listen and see how we did. Um, and you were hitting some blocks with being able to even goal set this year, which is like, sometimes that's just part of the problem, but also it's kind of amazing because it means like, there's not some real big things. Like it's not like, there's not like glaring like things, right? Because we hit so many of our goals. So it's not those obvious things so much anymore. Yeah. Like things are good. And for me, what just keeps speaking, which this is wonderful. And maybe it's just this time in my journey of instead of being so obsessed with the bigger goal or, you know, whatever, um, of just like the things that keep coming to my mind are quality over quantity Mm -hmm. and pour into. So just, you know, pouring into like what we already have, because yes, we do know like, holy cow, have we been blessed, you know, and it's only going to get better and better and better and better and better. And so, I did write down a couple of things um, that we can talk about, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's very different this year. It is different. I felt the same way And mine. I know last year I was really um, concentrated on growth. Like my word was growth and I still yeah. don't have a, feel like I have a word. Yeah. Um, but this year it's more, cause I feel like I did so much growth. Yeah. And I Obviously, I want to continue that, but I don't think it needs to be like number one on my list of things to do because I feel like I'm kind of just on that journey and that will continue. Yeah. Um, so 
not that it doesn't have to do with all these things are growth. Growth is very broad. But so for me, it's just continuing to foster my relationship with God, right? Like I just love the idea of getting a deeper understanding because it just feels so good. Like I was thinking I wanted to say, you know, we did those two episodes and I think like I'm in a really a place where I feel really close to God right now. And I think it's important to note that that doesn't, it ebbs and flows just like any relationship. Yeah. Sometimes he feels really far away. He isn't, but sometimes he feels really far away. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It just, again, stay the course and you'll find that he's right there. Maybe he's carrying you and you don't even know it, but um, I think it's important to note it doesn't always feel the same. Yeah. Um, so like, I want to go to church more. I want to do a Bible study. I want to serve in some capacity because that's something I don't do. Yeah. Um, continue my daily reading, my Christian counselor, those kinds of things. Um, and then I want to pour into my marriage because I've been very me, me, me this last yes. year, right? Becoming, becoming more and growing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I can say that is because I wasn't sure if you were going to say anything about that, but that actually is a very important thing on my list is trying to find that way to get back to 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to take a couple of trips, two to three trips just with Jonathan. I want to do a couple family trips. That's something that we've really been robbed of the last couple of years. Yeah. So I want to get back to doing that yeah. and then just intentional work on my marriage. That's like, I'm reading marriage books. I'm, you know, talking about it with my counselor, talking about it with my life coach, even though I pray like, God, please give me something else to talk about so that I don't have to talk about this again. <laughs> okay. Um, but, and then here's the thing, you know, like, okay, do we do the things and do we work on the things and talk about the things and talk about it with other people and read the books, but then do we do the thing? No. And that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. I can see what it is that I need to do, but I'm such a stubborn person and I get so caught up in myself and I'm like, well, I'm not doing, if he doesn't do that, I'm not doing that. <laughs> You're not going to do these parts. You I'm give, not and then do I'll give. It's like, I want him to take the first step instead yes. of me taking the first step. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and that's so my personality, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. just work to do there because why not have all of the parts of my life be amazing, right? Like yeah. I have, I, I've made so much progress in so many areas. Um, I need to devote time to that too. It's pretty unfair that I yeah. haven't. And um, maybe if we're both, you know, maybe if we're both, we're both agreeing doing to that, then, yeah. then yeah. we'll do it. Yeah. Um, so, and then moving on to selfish things, um, <laughs> um, becoming more of a leader, right? Because I'm leading a team now, like you're yeah. doing it, yeah. but, um, I want to do lots of reading, listen to podcasts, go to some events, show up consistently for my team. I would love to help my parents make some money. Uh, yeah. They've recently like signed up in the business. And so I'm super excited about that. That would just like fill me up so much to see yeah. them succeed. Um, I want two platinum blacks on my team, Steph, you. Um, you know, so I'm excited about that. And then just, um, my own specific goals. I want to be, I would love to be platinum black too before fall conference. I want to hit elite. Um, I want to be consistent on social media, offer more value and then just team build, team build, team build, like get people yeah. on the team, help people win because it's so gratifying. It's um, good. yeah, yeah. Earn the escape trip um, and actually be able to go on it this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then um, invest some more money, like invest something else. Maybe like I haven't thought about maybe like 
flipping a house, like somehow investing with Jonathan, my own money. Yeah. And then it can be an us project that, yes. that actually there's, I got some skin in the game, right? Yeah. Um, and then as far as just my health goals, I just want to focus more on overall health and wellness, less on doesn't, I don't care what my body looks like so much as just like yeah. feeling really good and doing what I can to, you know, age in reverse and feel really great while I'm living. And I want to focus a little bit on endurance, like getting yeah. a lot stronger scares yeah. me, like as far as like getting injured um, I know. or lifted, not getting stronger, but like thinking I need to lift like, yes. you know, all the weight. Um, but I'd love to just kind of focus on my endurance because that's where I feel like I'm lacking sometimes. So those are yeah. my goals that I wrote down. That's what I have so far. I love it. Um, yeah. yeah. I have um, for business goals. So I won't only be platinum black, but I'll also be elite with you. (laughs) I actually want to get our team to an elite two team. I think that's very possible this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to help five women on our team Mm -hmm. um, to earn at least $5,000 a month by June, which I think is- Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Totally possible, yeah. Um, And then I want to- um, so there is a little bit of numbers here. I want to consistently in just my mode air business be hitting 15 K a month, which mm-hmm. is not far away. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is that business goal. Um, I want to, I wrote down, it's a lot of words are coming to me and it was great. Good. Like just pray about it, you know? Yep, yep. Um, so settle in, right? Like we're here. The house is beautiful. Some of the areas are done. Some are not. I keep moving numerous, my bedroom. I move everything all of the time. So I just want to like settle in, like get done with these rooms, do one room at a time and finish and then, you know, do the next one. Um, Pour into, again, I've mentioned this a little bit, but I did have marriage, our team, relationships. I think what happens when I move to new places too, because I now remember this happening to me when I moved to Virginia is it was you know, I can find people and meet people and love people and all of the things, but I don't open up or maybe even invest. I don't know. It's like, well, if my friends in Virginia can't be here this weekend, then I don't want anyone else to be here. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like kind of like, it's probably a me thing. Um, but I am meeting some awesome ladies, you know, I'm loving yeah. burn. That's been awesome. Yeah. Um, I also want to invest and save, um, uh, and possibly have either like a second home, a beach home, you know, get kind of a plan, meet with somebody, see what that looks like. And I do really want to um, pursue, I have to write up a business plan to see if putting a studio in this neighborhood would be something that I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, for my health um, was obviously to continue this sober journey. It doesn't even, it was hard at first. Like it was hard going to like Bush Gardens or, you know, some of the things in the beginning, because it was like, before when we'd go to Bush Gardens, the first thing you would do is get a beer, right? <laughs> you know, and so it was hard. Um, but, you know, we're doing it together this time. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, being at Universal, we kind of just joked, we we're like, man, we probably saved three to $500 just not drinking. No joke. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't miss it at all. I'm like, I don't feel like it's like a problem. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it was literally that I just had to tell AJ, like, yeah, that was it, you know, accountability. I'm going to talk yeah, about the that accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that, and then 
So I love how you say, you know, not focusing on like a specific thing per se. So I shared with you that I was kind of freaking out because I had gained all this weight. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was this. I would have never known that I gained all this weight if I didn't step on the scale. Mm. And I changed my goals on my own plan so that I would gain weight, meaning I would be a little thicker, have more booty, like all of these things, right? But then I got on the scale and got like right now I weigh 146 pounds. I mm-hmm. was 125 to 132, mm-hmm. right? And I, I weigh 146. And so then I went to do my weigh-in at Burn two days ago. Mm-hmm. And she put me on the thing where it does your in-body and your body fat and all of that stuff. And I looked down and it said 146.2. And like immediately I was like crushed, you know, and I'm like, man. And then she's like, wow, girl, your numbers are awesome. And I was like, really? And so like my body fat is under 20%. Like all of my things are so good. And so I was like, Wow. So, I mean, that I just, that just goes to show. Yeah. And you know, like yeah. I've been on scale for years and I tell women all the time, lose the scale. Like it should <laughs> be about how you feel. But anyways, so that was just a cool realization for me to like, I, I was panicking for a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was, I got into that scale trap. So um, anyways, um, and quality over quantity, you know, when I started with the faster way, it was all about top hundred. I want to be in the top hundred. Ba-da-da-da-da. And yes, I was. And yes, I have uh, 60 women in VIP and I have 20 women in my January group right now. And that's great. But I really want to, I have a new assistant and she's fantastic. It's been a wonderful experience. But I just told her today, I'm like, you know what? I want five to 10 a month. Like, lower yeah. number, you know, so I can also focus on these goals that I have, um, with our girls. Um, I'm still working with some of my other girls, you know, obviously, but yeah, that's just kind of, it's just really kind of about like settling down. And I always say like, I don't look at the numbers, but I still like work myself to death almost. And it's like, no, like God has this amazing plan and he has just shown us like yeah. specifically in what we're doing, like yeah. so fruitfully or whatever like you know like his hand is right here where we are and he's just like all right what are we gonna do now you know right right yeah well I love that that's great that's so much more than you had when I talked to you earlier so you did good (laughs) (laughs) that workout did you good I have no goals. <laughs> nothing. I don't even know. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay. So I looked up um, some of the reasons why we fall off, right? And so I think this is a little more geared toward resolutions rather than goals. I think there's a difference. And I mm-hmm. think um, oftentimes we resolve, right? I resolve to lose this weight or work out this many days or do this thing, yeah. or, you know, stick to this diet or whatever. But then so, there's no plan. Well, par- that's part of it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So um, sometimes we set unrealistic resolutions, right? So you go from couch potato to I'm going to work out six days a week, 100% doing it, right? Like, And then for two weeks, you do it. And then you, I don't know, you get hurt, you get lazy, you get, fall off like your diet. And then you say, oh, 
you know, hell with it. I'm not doing it, whatever. Yeah. Um, but you set an unrealistic resolution. Let's start, um, you know, let's start, sorry, a uh, potential spam is calling me. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so that's the thing, like, right. If you're not working out at all, start with one day, right. Yeah. Show up one day, yeah. make your, your goals have to be realistic. I guess that's the only way to yeah. say it, but then lack of accountability, right. Talk about your goals, shout them out, scream them from the rooftop so that people know. I think that oftentimes we want to keep it to ourselves because then if we fail, nobody knows. Yeah. Right. But if you have that accountability, just like what you're talking about with you told AJ, and that made all the difference in the world because you don't want to let someone else down. You don't want to let him down specifically. You told the number one most important person in the world. And that has been your accountability. And that's what changed it for you. Yeah. Um, not planning ahead, just like yep. you said, right? Like you have to have a plan. It's just like what you teach people with fasting and, you know, prepping and having, if you have nothing planned, if you have nothing to eat, you come home ravenous from the gym, what are you yep. going to do? Like you're going to dig into the leftover mac and cheese that's in the refrigerator because you're freaking starving, right? You're starving, yes. Right? <laughs> so for me, that's like always having chicken prepared randomly because I love chicken and that's where I get most of my protein. So then I can, as long as I have some cooked, then I can make it into so whatever. So that nobody else in your home can eat your chicken. <laughs> no, do not eat my chicken, right? Like you can ask me and I could prepare you your own chicken, but not mine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Caleb just did the other morning. He's like, Oh, by the way, two of your chicken breasts. I'm like, Oh, what? No. But at least there was some left. I, yeah. I, had I was just going to say, it's okay for Caleb. <laughs> Unless it's the last two. Then it, it ain't even then a problem. problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, what? So, I thought about this. Like, okay. So, people have run into these things. And now, how can I help? Right. So, what I feel like it boils down to is our minds. And I think this is like the whole premise of obviously what I learned in life coaching training, but also like, it just turns out that our thoughts are the one thing, like they are the thing. Yeah. Um, so it starts by telling yourself better lies because we all lie to ourselves, Right. And it could, we could lie to ourselves and say, I eat like a pig, or we could lie to ourselves and say, I eat perfect all the time. However, whichever one, whichever lie you're telling yourself, you're, you're, you're going to confirm it. Yeah. So if you tell yourself constantly, I eat like a pig, I eat like a pig, I eat like a pig, you're going to eat like a pig. Yeah. Right. If you tell yourself the lie that I eat perfectly all the time, eventually you're going to start to confirm that lie. Not that, I mean, that's a silly example, but yeah. um, I gain weight when I look at a donut, right? Yeah. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. Um, I'll never be successful. That was my lie. That was my self-limiting belief forever. So change these thoughts. So I'm falling apart. No, I have amazing coping skills. And you just stop that thought in its tracks and change it. It can sound so ridiculous and you cannot believe it at first, but the more you come back to it and change it and stop that negative thought, the more you'll start to believe it. So I'm losing, like I'm losing my memory. I can't remember anything. No, I have an excellent memory. I remember everything. Yeah. Um, or you need mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or call stuff. Um, I gain weight when I look at food. No, I have a very fast metabolism. Yeah. Praise God, right? <laughs> um, so every thought you think you will make real. So think about this. When you think about food, you can have a physical, like your mouth can salivate, right? Your tummy rumbles. Yeah. And just from the thought of food. You think about something sad, you can get tears in your eyes, right? You get a physical reaction from a thought. 
Yeah. You think of something sexual and you can become aroused. You can get a physical reaction from a thought in your, in your brain. You think of something embarrassing. You can physically blush. You get red cheeks, right? So whatever thought you're thinking, your body gets busy making it real. Yeah. Manifesting. So remember that whatever thought you're thinking, your body gets busy making it real. Um, so what meaning are you attaching to things that have happened? Right? So in coaching, I, I constantly say that, what are you making it mean? What are you making that mean? Um, so like say your dad left you when you were little or you're put up for adoption. You can decide that you weren't loved or you can decide that you were loved so much that somebody made that ultimate sacrifice for you. Right. And having those two thoughts, your life could go in completely opposite directions. Mm hmm. Um, let's see. Um, so your brain will always also go back to what's familiar. So if you grew up in an environment where there was constant, um, criticism or there's tons of fighting, likely that is the kind of household that you can then create without ever meaning to, but it's comfortable because it's familiar to you. Right. Um, so, you, but the, the good news is you can make anything familiar. You have that power just simply with your thoughts. You can make anything familiar. Oh my gosh. Those emails. I'm so glad that no one else can hear that. It's about like, I have it on like full volume. So it blast my eardrums. Yeah. Um, okay. So start, <laughs> start making praise familiar by affirming yourself. Yeah. Right. So I think that, um, we think affirmations are silly, but also there's all these like cliche things, you know, like, Oh, every, everybody says that or whatever. Well, there's a reason that everybody says it. Affirmations are important. In fact, with one of my clients, she could not look at herself and say these things out. She could not look in the mirror and say kind things to herself. Hmm. So I had her record them on her phone, like without being able to see herself, she wrote a list and then she recorded it into her phone. And I'm like, then I want you to stand in front of the mirror and push play. Oh. And just look at yourself in the eyes and listen. Oh, yeah. Um, and it it really changed her life. It really did. She sent me a message just sobbing, right? Mm. Um, so you can also start by thinking of ways you've wanted people to describe you or things you always wanted to hear in your life. For us, it was, I'm so proud of you, right? Yeah. So if you had the most amazing husband on the planet, what would he say to you? And then say that to yourself. If you had a boss that just thought you were the bee's knees, right? What would your boss say to you? Say that to yourself. If you had parents that were the most loving, kind, wonderful parents, what would they say about you? Say that about yourself. Yeah. Love that. So you, so you can be your own cheerleader, right? The most important words you will ever hear are the words you say to yourself. So and let, the most critical. And the most, yeah, right. Well, they're the most important ones. So if they're constantly yeah. critical, that's all you're going to hear. Yeah. I mean, it's so like, it's just so powerful. Like when people make the switch to actually, you know, believing in like, literally, like it's just all you have to do is believe in yourself. Even if you never heard that, even if you never got that, even mm -hmm. if it was something somebody said to you in second grade, or if, mm. you know, a lot of times when people start to realize when they work on themselves and start healing is that it's some, it's just how they perceived it. Right. Right. That, and that's what I'm saying. Like you were put up for adoption. It can mm -hmm. be, you can decide that it was because you were so unloved or that you were so absolutely loved. 
Like yeah. it, it's, it's the exact same scenario with a completely different spin and one that will change the outcome of your life. Yeah. Um, so like, think about when you say to a child, like you are so smart, what do they do? They smile and say, thank you. They don't say, well, um, Johnny <laughs> is so much smarter than me. If you saw him, you wouldn't even think I was smart. Yeah. I'm, I'm really pretty dumb. Right. Yeah. They smile and they accept the compliment. Like I have such a hard time accepting a compliment. Like, I really do. That's been a really hard thing for me. Um, but we're conditioned to, yeah. you know, to not accept praise and we can't take compliments, but we and need to make that praise so familiar. Yeah. yeah. At the gym yesterday, she's like reading us these little phrases and, you know, whatever, which I love mm-hmm. um, affirmations. And it literally all this one, some of them are longer than others, you know, and this one just said today, do yourself a favor and just believe you know, believe the praise that somebody's given you yes, just, amen. just one time, just yep. believe that compliment, accept that compliment. Like That's exactly what in I'm that saying. moment. Yeah, yeah. Smile and say, thank you and take it in. Yeah. Right. Hear it. Um, so you can't man- manifest and accomplish what you want when you have a negative mindset. It's just like, it's a, it's an oxymoron. It's impossible for you to do. Right. Yep. Um, so it comes down to your thoughts, create your feelings, your feelings create your actions and your actions or behavior creates your result. So that's also a coaching technique. I literally have people write, write your thought, write your feeling, write your action, write your result, right? You can do that. You can do the unserving model and then you can change it and do the serving model. So if I think I was put up for adoption because I was unloved, that creates the feeling of what? I mean, that creates a lot of very negative feelings. So then you act in a way right? Like you, you behave in a way it changes how you act. And then the results of your life are completely different. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but if you change the thought to, I was put up for adoption because someone loved me so much. I was so important that they knew that they could not, that they wanted to give me this amazing life, despite how difficult it would be for them. And then you feel so loved, right? You feel so important. And then you act based on that belief, you're going to get a completely different result. Um, So when you have constant negative thoughts, you begin to look for a confirmation bias, right? So um, whatever you look for, you'll find. Yeah. And you get more of what you believe. Whatever you look for, you'll find. And you're going to get more of what you believe. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... People are trying to find the wrong thing or what's wrong or what, you know, like... People are constantly even trying to find that mm-hmm. because I feel, of the mindset. Right. And it's just like, so remember the day I posted the video of me falling at the gym? Yeah. Like, so I had in my head that what I wanted to lift that day and I had already gotten to that weight and they told me I could do more. And I knew in my head I couldn't. Yeah. I was, I was, I was completely in my head about it. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do it, but they're telling me I can. So I'm going to try it. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it. And I confirmed it. And the truth is not that I can't lift that much weight because I've done it since I can and I could have that day, but I had decided in my head that I couldn't yeah. and therefore I couldn't, I fell, I didn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so if you if you say, if you, if it's February 1st and you say, well, I always fail, well, you're going to sab- your, sabotage yourself to confirm that you're you suck and you right. always fail. Yeah. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yep. Um, so this is interesting too. So you can choose to be negative or positive. 
but you cannot choose what those feelings or thoughts do inside your body. So remember, I'm saying like your thoughts create an actual physical reaction in your body. So if you have negative thoughts, you're producing cortisol in your body, which causes inflammation. You're having more diseases, insomnia, digestion issues, metabolism yeah. issues, right? Just from your thoughts. Yeah. Just from believing these crazy thoughts that, that may or may not be true. Man. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, um, so for me, so this was, I say, I, every time I get on an airplane, I get sick. I always say that. And then guess what? I confirm it. True. I get sick every time I get on an airplane. Like I literally did all these things to not get sick, right? I got, I went and got an IV vitamin infusion the day before I got on the plane. I was sick within four hours of landing at my parents' house. Yeah. Like I, it's the confirmation bias. I, I, I didn't ever, cause typically I would just be like, stop saying that. Like, <laughs> I know. It's hundred percent true that you do. And you know, what else is funny is I used to say the same exact thing every single time I went to Wisconsin and every single time I got sick too. And I don't know yeah. why I stopped saying it. Maybe because I started in not that sounds terrible. Not that I didn't enjoy going home, but I don't know, like maybe your mindset I'm, around it changed. I don't know. But even North Carolina, I got sick. I came home and I was sick. No, I was the only one. No one else there got sick. <laughs> um, I need caffeine to wake up. Well, yeah. no, you don't. No, you don't. I yeah. need pills to sleep. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, you no, don't. No, no. Yeah. But if you believe it, then it becomes yeah. true, right? So you'll yeah. confirm these thoughts, whatever they are. Um, so we're not born with low self-esteem, right? We, we're, we're not. So nothing can build your self-esteem like praise can. Yeah. So the cool part about praise is that you can give it to yourself. You don't need anybody else to do it. Yeah. And I think that's what the part we miss. Like we're constantly wanting it to come from somewhere else when it's really within us to do. We can give that to ourselves. For sure. Um, and that, listen, we're not saying that that's super duper easy to do. I know for me. No, it's all of this. Is, sorry. All of this is damn near yeah. impossible, right? Yeah. Unless you really get serious about it and start to yes. really notice your thoughts and have... um the motivation to want to change things and make it better. It's just like what we're talking yes. about in marriage, right? And in relationships, yeah. like, sure, I'm seeing all these things to do and I can see that they would probably make them better, but that's going to require me to be nice. Like 80% of the time. <laughs> or just like, look at like, it's literally, they say like every therapist needs a therapist. Every life, mm. life coach needs life coach. Every yeah. instructor needs an instructor, right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like for me, like my, my program, my six week program, it's phenomenal. There's phenomenal six week, you know, six weeks of workouts and there's this and this and this and this. Yep. I can't work out at home alone Me either because I need people. Yeah. I could before, before yeah. I was an instructor, before I fell in love with working out with other people, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, there's that and there's just uh, like all of the things, but also you, in order for most people, especially that are like, our age, you know, we have a couple of young girls on our team and yeah. they are such a breath of fresh air. Aren't they just amazing? And yeah. we, we had a really deep conversation the other day and, you know, they were just like, well, I just want to like share with people, you know, like if you just do this and if you come to God and, you know, I'm like, man, you have zero idea how impactful you could be right now. It's like, if I had people in my early twenties, speaking God and yeah, instead and of handing you shots, they were speaking <laughs> life into you. <laughs> wow. It's like, man, if you could just hold on to that, because you actually said we were on Marco Polo after and you were like, 
oh man, I hope, you know, I hope we're not ruining these poor girls. Yeah, they're never going to want to get married or have babies. <laughs> they're going to see how hard life gets. Yeah, but it's like, so you're saying even like young kids, like, you know, it's it's not like when you're young, people, hopefully, I mean, again, don't get us wrong. Like sometimes, you know, it's like when you say, if a, if a child falls down when they're learning how to walk, are you going to say, oh, you dummy, you fell down? No, right. I mean, but sometimes that does happen. Yes. Right. Um, but, you know, I guess the point I'm going all over the place, the point is like for us, you know, even though you're a life coach, you know, all the tools in the toolbox, but you need a life coach. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you have to be proactive about your own healing because also just in relationships, Mm -hmm. like a relationship won't fully grow if only one person is growing and working on themselves. Like the reason why relationships fail or go the way they do or go opposite ways or whatever Mm -hmm. is because either none of the two are trying to work to be better or one of the two is working better than the ones up here and the others Mm -hmm. over here, you know, like there's gotta be that balance. And like you're saying, you know, it's, it's you, it's your mind. It's your, like, who cares if somebody said, Oh, you're being a little bit too much with your posts. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, well I also helped 200 people last month. So you know, like, yeah, you got to get past those things. Mm -hmm. Or if you spell a word wrong on social media and everybody gets mad at you about it for my, for weeks at a time. My (laughs) word. It's so great. Every time I I cringe now, every time I I see a comment, I'm like, Oh no, I bet it's mean. (laughs) (laughs) What I do wrong. No, you're human. Oh my gosh. All right. So how do you know if you love yourself? First of all, how do you talk to yourself? Right. I'm an idiot or I made a mistake, but I learned from it. Yeah. Right. Those are two ways of handling the same situation. Two thoughts you could have from the same situation. Right. I could say I'm an idiot because I spelled that word wrong. Or I can be like, yeah, dude, I spelled a word wrong. Relax. Like, cause someone said, he, he said like, wow, you're smart or something. I said, I spelled a word wrong. I am smart. Like, you yeah. know, like it's just I could have gotten my head over something silly like that. So how do you talk? And to you would have a few. Months I would have probably, yeah, yeah. Um, I would have taken it down. Is what I would have done. Mm-hmm. And instead, I've left it up, and I've gained hundreds of new followers, and my engagement is through the roof because people are mean, and that's fine. Like I'm like, okay, yeah, um, okay. So how do you treat yourself? And that is. Uh, that can be. Do, are you showing up for workouts? Like, are you moving your body every day? Do you get enough water? Are you feeding yourself nourishing foods? Do you really, it's like, does this feel like love? Do I feed myself in a way that feels like love to me? Right. And that could be on one day, that could be a donut for breakfast. On another day, that could be egg whites and a, you know, smoothie, whatever. Like it, it, it doesn't mean it's the exact, it doesn't mean every day I have to be perfect because some days you you shouldn't, it feels like love. Right. And you have to just ask yourself that, like, how are you treating yourself? And that's a very important one. Like, I just want to always reiterate that because that is the favorite thing about my program is I don't care if you lose a pound, like, I don't care if you lose any weight. Mm -hmm, What mm -hmm. I love is like actually teaching people about food. You know, I see people, I see people that even that I'm friends with that'll directly like promote their something or other by saying like, I'm not going to fast and I'm not going to measure my food and I'm not going to do this and that. I'm like, well, there's scientific reasons why. And what I love the most is specifically the people that assume that they've been binge eating. I'm like, you're not binge eating. You're starving. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. difference. You're not fueling your body mm-hmm. all day long. Like I you just should. think that that it requires some real deep digging and understanding because that was such a hard concept for me to understand. Like, no, you didn't see what I ate. I ate all these things and I did it yesterday and I did the day before. Well, that's because I hadn't eaten anything that whole entire day. Or I Mm -hmm. only let myself have, you know, this and this, which was literally the most unsatisfying thing I could ever have. Like this morning I went to the gym. I didn't eat normally. I don't. And I woke up late this morning. And so there wasn't a lot of time in between. I'm like, I'll be fine. But I got to the gym and I was like shaking. My legs were shaky. I felt horrible. I didn't perform well. And it was like, well, probably because you ate dinner at 4 p.m. yesterday and now it's 9 p.m. Yeah. 9 a.m. Yeah. Like, of course, your body's hungry. So it's just like really getting in tune with that. And normally I, I don't have any of those. Like, I always am satisfied. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't want to get on the whole food tangent, yeah. but. Um, no, but it's I, it just it does really require some work yeah. um and in some understanding because you said that to me all the time. Like, no, you're not eating enough, you're not e- eating enough. And I was like, no, you you have no idea if I wasn't eating enough. <laughs> well, I, I didn't have any idea that he was yeah. carrying you into the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise I would have been like, okay, I'm coming over. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't. You don't advertise that. <laughs> yeah. But it's also hard. Like things like that are hard when it's your close friends or yeah. you know, like well, just like you're saying, I can hear it from someone who's really close to me. Yeah. But it took like literally skin in the game, hiring a coach, yeah. paying paying money for that. And then and getting really getting and being ready, recognizing the problem, identifying yeah, it. In, in, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then part of that, how do you treat yourself is, so you could also look at it like decipher, is this love or is this abuse? And abuse could really look like punishing workouts that you hate versus doing yoga and stretching that you love. Right. Right. One is, yes. one is abuse and one is love. Yes. Um, constant restriction of food versus nourishing your body with satiating, satisfying foods, no matter what that looks like, right? Um, one is abuse and one is not. One is love. Yes. So the, the third part of knowing if you love yourself is how do you allow others to treat you? Yeah. And that feels huge to me. So are you a people pleaser? Because being a people pleaser means you put yourself last. Always. And I'm not saying you should put yourself first necessarily all the time, but you should not put yourself last. You should never be last on your list. Are you an apologizer? I'm always apologizing. I'm in everybody's way all the time at the gym. I notice. I'm like, oh gosh, sorry. Oh man, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Because people are carrying heavy weights and somehow I'm always like right in their way. (laughs) And I'm always apologizing. They're like, girl, you're like, you're fine. You know, we're all in each other's way. It's a, it's a crowded gym. Yeah. Um, so really think about like, how are you allowing other people to treat you? Because that is a direct correlation to how do you, how do you love yourself? Right. Um, so then I thought this was interesting too. And I too, am getting off on all sorts of different things, but when it comes to like addictions, because addictions are abuse, right? That's abuse to your body. That does not feel like love. Um, but the thought behind addictions is always, I'm not enough. Yeah. And when you're not enough, what do you need more? Right. Yeah. More. Yeah. And that could be food. That could be sex. That could be (laughs) money. That could be, you know, alcohol, drugs, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, But that's also why oftentimes addicts trade one addiction for another. Like the other day, Jonathan said, because an eating disorder is an addiction, right? I was addicted, obsessed. And I was leaving for the gym in mid snowstorm. And he's like, you are obsessed. And I was so mad, (laughs) like I was angry um, in that moment, but also 
he wouldn't be wrong in saying that I have partly traded. No, he would be no. pretty wrong. You were yeah, I really don't think men. so. <laughs> I don't really no. think so. Because um, I'm not nothing about nothing like, is unhealthy about going to the gym five or six days a week. No, and you know, like it's nothing like what it used to be. Like I have to be on the. I got to go get on the Peloton oh, at nine yeah. p.m. because I didn't hit my calories or my steps or my whatever. Yeah. Like that was abuse. Yeah, that sure. was abuse. T- going to my gym every day—that is love. That is that is truly love. loving myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so when you are enough, you no longer need more. Um, you have to fix the thought, not the behavior. So that's the whole problem. A lot of times with, um, like addiction treatment is they're just trading one addiction for another, right? It's not getting to the root of the thought that has caused the addiction in the first place. Yeah. Um, so really just taking an inventory of your thoughts and what are you believing about yourself? And so another like tool is eavesdropping on yourself. You literally set a timer for every like 20 minutes in a day. Ask yourself what, like stop yourself. What am I thinking about right now? And just write it down. Yeah. Are you like, are you thinking, you know, negative thoughts about yourself? Are you thinking negative thoughts about someone else? Are you ruminating on something? Um, and so then once you sort, sort of like recognize these thoughts, you can reframe the negative thoughts with the turnaround. Right. And that's all about just stopping the negative thoughts in their tracks and saying the exact opposite thing. Just like I said, like I gain weight looking at a donut or no, I have an extremely fast metabolism and you don't have to believe it right away. You just have to change the thought in your mind and you have to constantly keep doing it. Um, because eventually you will confirm the thought if you continue to think it right. Um, let's see. So in conclusion, I feel like I've been talking a long time. If you if you've already gotten off track, if 2022 has already gone off the rails, started. We ain't waiting until 2023 to get back on track. There's no reason to put off your life and live another year thinking, well, I messed that up or you know, I'm destined to be this, right? Um, so don't don't wait. Just go back to maybe those four things that I, I attributed are, you know, our stumbling blocks, like unrealistic resolution. So maybe let's just revise our resolution a little bit. Let's change it. If it's lack of accountability, who can I, who can be my accountability partner? Yeah. Right. Who do I need to be accountable to here? If you just haven't planned ahead. Okay. Change that plan ahead, order your groceries ahead of time, or, you know, make your meals on Sundays or plan, sign up for your classes the week before. Yeah. Something like that. And then is it just simply your self-limiting beliefs or negative self-talk? True. I mean, I, I just gave you lots of, you know, I gave lots of ways to, to change the way you think, because I think that, you know, changing your thoughts, simply changing your thoughts. I say simply, but I know it's hard, but that is what will get you back on track because it's, it's your thoughts that have gotten you off. Yeah. And if you don't believe your thoughts, you need to get around people that will push you to believe your thoughts. As long as they're good thoughts. Right. Don't believe everything you think. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Don't believe everything you think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That. Definitely surrounding yourself with people who build you up is important. So. Yeah. All right. A lot of times yeah. that's the biggest problem. It's like when you're trying to do better, but you're surrounded by the people that like would never make a change to be better. Misery loves company, right? People who are miserable want to keep you miserable because that makes them more miserable if you're doing well, right? And it's the the five people, the five people you're around. The five people, yeah. Yes. So who are you spending the most? 
Whose Who's peers are you synced up with? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's at your table? That is the true test. <laughs> Who, yeah. I mean, really, I mean, it just, it's important. It's important to make changes. It's important to, you know, to have a plan. And but it, it, what we're also saying is like, for even us, like we're growing and doing so much better year after year after year because we are either hiring somebody or starting a new gym or doing mm. the, you know, like yeah. it, it's not like we just all, it's not like we're just like, Oh, look at, we're better. Everything's great. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you have to be willing to invest to yes. make those changes. And yeah, it's, if you fell off already, or if you didn't start whatever you were hoping your resolution was now mm-hmm. make that resolution, a goal, turn it into something smart, right? Like, yes. how can you track this? How can you make it happen? Um, Mm -hmm. but there's absolutely zero reason why you should wait until next year. Exactly. Or even Monday. Don't wait till Monday. There's no reason to wait until Monday. Monday is not different than any other day of the week. Start Although, tomorrow. but it is Monday while you're start listening. Start today. So start <laughs> today. Also today is Monday. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say start tomorrow, even though it's Friday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday for us. It's for you. So absolutely. Start today. As yes. always, message us, you know, if, if, if we can help you. Yeah. Um, you can help us by just sharing this episode, you guys. We would love, love, love um, for you to. We're we're doing awesome this year. Um, we're already growing, which is super exciting, and that happens from you guys. And so, yeah. if you love this episode, or if you go back to a different episode, you know, put it in your stories, tag us on your social media. Um, we would love, love, love for you to share if this touched you. Yes. All right. Yay! Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Love you. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today's the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.